Blog Talk Radio. the country and around the world streaming live on the internet it's real estate coaching radio bringing you the latest news interviews and secrets of the top producers hosted by award-winning real estate coaches tim and julie harris well hello everyone i'm tim ventura filling in for tim and julie harris Welcome back to Casual Friday here on Real Estate Coaching Radio. This week, we're going to be joined by Glenn Shimkus from DocuSign, who's going to tell us about how this remarkable digital signature tool is changing the way that agents do business. Now, this is a live show, so call in with your questions to 347-857-1195 or write me questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Also, if you haven't done so already, take a moment to visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com and schedule your appointment right now for a free one-on-one coaching call with a trained professional coach from our staff, including Tim or Julie Harris. We have just completed a full overhaul of the Free Coaching Calls for Agents website. So take a look. Tell me what you think. We are very proud of it, and we would love to get you scheduled to talk to one of our coaches. Okay, so again, we are talking to Glenn Shimkus today from DocuSign. And before we bring him on air, let me give you a little bit of background information. Glenn is currently the Vice President of Product Management at DocuSign, and he's responsible for the company's products in the real estate industry. He was previously the co-founder and CEO of a company called Cartavi, which was acquired by DocuSign in 2013. Now, Glenn is a technology enthusiast, a gadget aficionado, and an entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience in the fields of document management, mobile applications, and cloud computing. So this gentleman has tons of experience, and I am just overjoyed to be able to have him on to share a little bit with us. So let's bring him on. And Glenn, thank you for joining us. Uh, Can you hear me okay? I can. Excited to be here today, Tim. Wonderful. Well, thank you. I, I, I can't tell you how pleased I am to have you on. You know, and one of the reasons is, DocuSign is just transforming real estate. I mean, you know, you can't – well, we do the show every day, and, you know, I I would say DocuSign comes up on a regular basis on the show, but you can't talk to more than two or three agents in a day without hearing somebody talk about DocuSign. So what you guys are doing is, I mean, absolutely transformative. So, again, thank you for joining us to tell us about it. I'm really excited, and and for us it's it's such a pleasure to be – really a vibrant part of the real estate community and helping kind of move the industry forward when it comes to really taking advantage of technology and ultimately delivering like a world-class experience to, to the buyers and sellers that, 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 you know, the agents deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, let me, let me start out by asking you a little bit about yourself and your background and I guess what got you into document management and kind of the path that led you to Cartabi and then ultimately to DocuSign. 
Yeah, it's an interesting background. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a tech guy. Uh, I guess a, a tech nerd at heart. Uh, I've programmed since I was in college. I actually paid for college um, by programming back in the day at a company uh, many people know by the name of Unisys. Um, although it's not that uh, tremendous a brand name uh, or well known as it is t- uh, was years ago today. But um, programmed my way through college. I actually started programming mobile devices um, in the uh, early '90s. Um, you know and. A funny thing shows shows I guess a lack of intellect, but actually um, I studied um, uh, economics and didn't decide to go into technology because I I wanted to be in sales because I thought that's where the money was. But um, as it turns out, more and more of what I did and, and enjoyed doing most importantly was dealing with technology and writing programs and 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 what I learned is is quickly that there was there's tremendous opportunity for me to make a difference at 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 you know companies I was working for by driving technology initiatives forward and and as it turns out I worked for a company by the name of Platinum Technology which was one of the largest software companies in the uh, in the 90s and when I was there and I was in the sales management side of the house and we had acquired literally like 50 some companies in a matter of four years and so we kept getting together with the executive team and they'd ask you know what do we need to do to enable sales and I would constantly say these are the things and and it's the the familiar adage be careful what you ask for because they moved me from sales management and they said you've got a tech background here's what we need to be able to do we need to get information out to the sales force from marketing and a lot of documentation and so that's really when I started getting into the whole world of document management, you know, in the 90, you know, mid 90s. And, and it just took off from there and, and, and evolved where I was doing it for companies. And then I started a company to do it. And then that got acquired and then um, started a couple other companies in the space and was literally working at a, a uh, uh, tech company. I was a CTO and I was, uh, the company was focused on, it was like an electronic safe deposit box for high net worth individuals to store and share documents with, advisors and family members across the globe and then lo and behold my wife becomes a realtor and so this is 2007-2008 and at that time I was simply trying to help my wife be more productive um, because she's a great agent. She loves her working with her clients in the housing market and and customer service and all these things, but she was struggling with technology. Like she's out on the road and someone says, hey, can you fax me this or email me this? And so the original intent was simply to find something for my wife. And when I looked at what the options were, I thought there was an opportunity. And so um, I, I, I went after my uh, co-founder, Paul, who I'd been working with at the time and said, hey, I think there's an opportunity and then you know and really drove it from there oh okay so that that was Cartavi then right and then that was real estate specific from what you're from what I'm interpreting yeah that's exactly right and that's that's what we we did is we saw there was an opportunity there was a real struggle in real estate and this again is back in 08 09 to be able to store and capture and share electronically all the documents that drive a transaction and invite all the participants into there and then really most importantly too was to be able to take advantage of this this wonderful mobile technology that was out there so that when you know my wife takes clients out all day and comes home and then her and I go to dinner and you know of course as, as you know right what happens the phone rings right and someone says hey can you send me something that she was able to take care of it there as opposed to either driving home to take care of something driving to the office or you know it was really about being able to service her clients 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I know with real estate, that's such a challenge. You know, and agents are such mobile individuals as well, right? That that makes it a challenge as well because, you know, it's not just the dinner table, but, I mean, they're on the road all day long. And then, then the issue is getting to the files or, you know, even if they don't need to send it, just checking something, checking a date, checking a time, you know, when is this due, when is that due, has this person touched it, has that person done what they need to. That's all stuff that, that's it's really a challenge, and it drives definitely that digital storage of the documents. So, you know, it, it, yeah, I think you were in the right time and the right place, too. Now, that was during the crash, though, right? So you guys <laughs> kind of had an uphill struggle. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many friends and family members are like, okay, hold on a second. This is 08, 09. Economy's coming down. Housing market's taking a substantial hit. And they're like, so you're starting a company, and you're going to focus on real estate. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Um, but, you know, the reality is that's when you invest, and that's when you kind of really go after those opportunities. And quite frankly, the folks that were in the space really, I think, took a step back, as, as, as many folks in many industries did, and it gave us an opportunity while things were collapsing and people were really kind of going back to focus on the core and even figuring out what they wanted to do for us to take our time and do it the right way, understand the needs, talk to people, learn, listen, watch the industry, and then really come out when the market started recovering. You know, we were in, in the right position at that time. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I wouldn't say, I mean, even even because, you know, or even despite the crash or maybe because of it, you know, the impression that I had, I, thinking back to that period, I met a lot of agents back then who were, they were re-envisioning how their business could work, you know, and I, we've all had this idea of going paperless, right? It's been, you know, I mean, drilled into our heads since like 2000, but in that period of time, a lot of them were thinking, you know, how can we become more lean, nimble, and agile? So it seems like in a lot of ways that could have been the perfect time to start the business. And, and it was, and it, it really was a convergence. And, and you're so right, because what happened is people had to rethink their business through this, right? You know, in, in 04, 05, you, you know, brokerages had these large support staffs in many cases, and they had people that can, you can call in and say, hey, grab this document, fax it to Julie or whatever. And, and that, that went away, and it went away really quickly. And so people had to reimagine the business, reimagine how they would focus, and become more productive. And at the same time, again, as luck would have it, you've got the cloud and, and, and a lot of developments that were taking part from that technology perspective. You had mobile devices really taking a hold with the iPhone and you know iPad and tablets coming around. So there, I mean, there were so many factors that really kind of came together at that point in time that made it an, a, an exceptional and probably the best point in time to, to go after what we were doing. Yeah, well, now, with with DocuSign, one of the things that's interesting to me is when I think of DocuSign, I kind of think of a, a more generic signature platform, right? But then with Cartabi, when you guys got acquired, that's them kind of reaching out into a specialized space. Is that something that DocuSign does? Are they Are they kind of, I don't know what you would call it, getting more specialized in many ways? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, as we've evolved as a company, I think that that's really important is when with DocuSign's been around, and our, our focus has all, one of our early industries and in adoption has always been in the real estate market. And what we saw when we talked to folks and, and the folks that brought, brought part of the into DocuSign realized is that there's so much broader opportunity there. And, and fundamentally, the vision is, like, if, if, we, if I look at my wife's job as an agent at a very high level, I could say she's got two primary functions, find business, 
and close business. And what we want to do is be that hub of the close business. And part of that is signing. Part of that is sharing documents. Part of it's activity. Part of it is compliance checklist. And what we want to be able to do is bring together those pieces. And of course, DocuSign started as the e-signature platform, but DocuSign always did more around what, what they kind of called at the time cloud documents. And with the acquisition of Cardivy, what we've really got into right now is this whole transaction management space and being able to be that hub of the real estate transaction from inception through closing, bringing together these important pieces and doing so in a way that's, A, really simple for agents and buyers and sellers and brokers to use, but B, just as importantly, provides real value to them and it helps them you know, move that transaction along, service their customers, and even, you know, in some cases give them, you know, their their family time back. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think, that, you know, giving them the family time back, that's, I, I mean, you know, that's that's definitely not something that, you know, anyone should gloss over because managing all this paperwork, especially for agents, right? Because in, in yeah. many ways, a lot of agents are they're one-person shops, or even if they're not one-person shops, they're expected to manage their paperwork more than folks in maybe a larger corporate environment. And so, you know, by being able to help them just manage and organize those documents as well as do the electronic signatures, that's giant. I mean, that is a giant time savings for people. You know? Right, right. And what we're trying well, to do is bring together those pieces to make it simple. So you're not, you know, going here to do a signature, going here then to to share the document, and going over here to fill it in. And you know, we really want to bring those pieces together because that's the expectation. That's what the agents want and need is is one solution that's cohesive, not multiple pieces where they have to go back and forth. Now, I, I'd like to ask how your role and your focus has changed. You know, now, I mean, so, you know, since Cartabi was acquired by DocuSign, how, how has that kind of transitioned, I guess, as you've become part of this larger, you know, fallen under this larger umbrella? You know, honestly, that's one of the exciting parts uh, of being a part of DocuSign. And, and it was, you know, when we when we made the decision to to sell the company to DocuSign, some people said, well, you know, why? You guys are doing so well and on such a great path. But for us, we knew that in order to take it to the next level and really – you know, take our our uh, you know our product even further. We needed to to be a part of that larger organization, and for us, DocuSign is is the trusted brand for e-signature. It's got a great reputation, uh, innovative company. But what's happened is we've got the core team that was that was card. I mean, by the way, every single person's still here. We've doubled uh, the staff that works specifically on development for the, the card of product, which is now DocuSign transaction rooms. But now I've got all of these resources around us. And so as we do broker rollouts, right, we've got a team now of six or eight folks that are just kind of product project managers helping our, our, broker customers implement the product. We've got a training department. And all of this is like, for us, has been an instant on, right? Because we're now part of DocuSign, and DocuSign's, you know, north of a 1,000 employees now, 
I've got all these resources, and by the way, not just here in the States, but across the globe that I can call on to help us, you know, make sure that we're doing the right thing, we're innovating the product, but most importantly, that we've got these resources around us. So for me, my role hasn't changed. I'm still in charge of the product. I'm still setting the roadmap. I'm still leading the development team. I'm still making sure that our QA department, you know, is is turning out a really clean product before it goes to market. I just don't have some of the other responsibilities like accounting and HR and things of that nature. And if anything, it's allowed me more time and energy to focus on what was the core success of of Cardivy, which is our transaction management product. But also now to have all of that support around us has been been absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you you just – when you mentioned the support just now, that that touched on something – that that I was thinking about, you know, when I when I was doing show, yeah, I do notes and questions before each show, and I've been on the receiving end of you know many DocuSign documents over the last few years, and you know, and and when I thought about it, I thought, you know, man, what if I wanted to sign up for this? What if we wanted to use it? We could use it for our business, you know, there are all sorts of stuff that we could use it for, and I thought, well, that would be kind of scary, but from what you're saying. There's a lot of hand-holding. There's a lot of support. You guys are doing broker onboardings where you'll take a whole office and get their whole document workflow set up, it sounds like. Yeah, and our our goal with everything we do is we, we have these three initials, an acronym we've created internally called TTV, Time to Value. And our goal is that time to value is, is as short as it can be, right? We want to make sure that if someone, as soon as someone starts using DocuSign, whether it's the transaction room product or the core e-signature product, that people can start, A, picking it up right away, and B, gaining value from it right away. Now, with that said, we realize People are at all ends of the spectrum in terms of comfort with mobile devices and apps and technology. And so for those that are kind of at the forefront and, you know, are are comfortable with it, we want to make sure that they can get going right away. For those that aren't, we've got training videos. We've got online support. We've got phone support. We've got all these, you know, documents and videos available. We want to make sure that, you know, we, we cover the gamut because the reality is DocuSign is used in so many places. I think all of the things I see from Gartner and the folks that, you know, that cover, for example, the e-signature say that DocuSign, you know, that we have 80% of the global market. But people are using us for buying and selling real estate. They're using us to open a new account at their credit union. They're, they're using DocuSign for signing a, a, a you know, parent release slip for their for their children at school, and so there's so many people using the product across the globe in so many different manners. And you know, on one hand, it's a challenge, right? You 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 have so many different use cases, but on the other hand, boy, I tell you, it's an exciting time to be a part of this company because you know the world is 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 out there waiting for us. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the other thing that that I find particularly exciting about e-signature is it seems like this is the last step before killing the monster that I like to call fax machines. Because, you know, these these things have, I mean, they've been on their way out since their inception, right? There there was a couple of years where fax machines were cool, and I think it was like the 1980s. And and ever since then, people have been trying to get rid of them. And and it seems like the one thing that's holding that up is signatures. Everything else can be digitized and all that kind of stuff, but that – that make your mark part of it, and that's what DocuSign really handles, right? So that's, 
you know, that that seems like that could ultimately get rid of the fax machine entirely. And these days, and this is just speaking personally, but it, it's getting harder to fax things because fewer and fewer people actually have those machines. And so when you run across an organization that wants a fax, then all of a sudden there's all sorts of workarounds and stuff that, you know, that come into play with that. So. Well, and you're you're so right on that. I mean, when you think about the process of trying to go digital or paperless, right? And 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 honestly, when I when I was in tech back in the early and mid '90s, it was paperless at the enterprise, and, and you know, and, and the same struggles and you know challenges are there. But what happens is, and many times when you're in the middle of transacting in general, right? Whether it's buying real estate or um, uh, you know signing up a new account in your credit union, whatever it is. There's that signature, right, that says we're going to do business together, and yeah, I agree to these terms. And what happens so many times is the document it's, it's, or form is created electronically, it's shared with you electronically, and then you need to, to execute it or sign it, and what do you do? You print it off, you sign it with a pen and paper, and then you have to redigitize it. And then you have to get it back over to someone. And so the signature part has been one of those absolute last bastions and holding tanks of making sure that, A, it's going to be legal, B, it's going to be secure, C, it's going to be trusted. And that's why DocuSign as a company has spent so much in terms of the brand and the technology and the security and the availability that it's now, you know, we're now trusted by, you know, I think 12 or 13 of the largest banks in the U.S., 11 of the largest insurance companies. And, you know, and the key is, is you don't have to take it out of the digital realm, make it paper and bring it back in. Our goal is to you know, to take that last step that's been the holdup and now make it electronic. But now, do you think that the, I mean, everything these days is going mobile, right? And do you think that the mm-hmm. mobile trend is just driving that even further in terms of closing that gap to get rid of paper? Because, you know, th- those those paper-based things are really relics of the, you know, the big office days. Uh, I mean, do, do you think that just kind of helps to, to, I don't know what you call it, kill the monster even faster, I suppose? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, for example, the tablet's a perfect example of kind of how do you have this convergence of, of, you know, technologies and tools to make it happen. And so, you know, many, many times I talk to realtors and they say, you know what, I love electronic signatures, but I don't want to lose that personal touch I have with my with my buyer or my seller. I want to be able to sit down with them. Part of my value is explaining this is what you're signing, this is where you need to sign. And so for us, it's we understand you need to handle both situations, right? You may have a buyer who's in Singapore right now. My wife last year had folks that completed a real estate transaction while the husband was on a month-long trip to Japan. And you're going to have cases where someone has to do something remote. But at the same time, because of this, you know, the tablet, for example, and the iPad, you know, we have like within the DocuSign Transaction Room product, you know, any document you go to, there's a sign action. And it says, are, you know, are all of the signers present? And if it's no, then you can tag it and send it off so someone can sign it remotely. But if the folks that you need to sign, John and Mary, are sitting in front of you, you can literally take and replace that paper, you know, that contract that's in paper that needs to be signed and the pen with the tablet and your pointer finger and sign and walk people through, but then at the same time take advantage of the technology so you actually can snap a photo 
with the camera on that device of the people that are actually signing. You then have a picture of them in the location. You have the geo-coordinates tracked. You have a map of where they were. You have the IP address of the device. So it adds credibility and strength to that signature because the act of signing, that's the easy part, right? There's tons of apps out there available today, and you can sign, but the enforceability, the security, the protection of that, that's where DocuSign, you know, that we really shine as a company. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I and I, you know, I think it's really intriguing. I, I sat down and I was thinking about this before the show, and again, I was kind of like, you know, what what goes into a signature, right? Because, you know, when you think about it, it's ink on paper, which is exactly the same thing as all the other ink that's on the paper. The only difference is it's that intent, and then it's kind of the enforceability too. And so I thought, you know, I, I bet that the biggest challenge initially was just getting legal acceptance for DocuSign as, as a digital alternative, you know, and then over time, it just seems like this has become, you know, more and more a replacement as people realize, you know, that a signature is, uh, there's something to it, but only because everybody kind of gives it shared credibility, right? Well, and if you think about it from a paper perspective, you know, if I go into a bank and I sign something, you know, if the bank really looked at it, they reject my signature because guess what? Most of the time, someone that's signing for me at the bank, it's my wife, right? And so she'll, you know, sign a check with my signature. Um, when you talk about taking that to an electronic standpoint, you have so much more that's wrapped around that you know you know, how the person got the communication to sign. You know when they accepted it. You know where they were. You know the device they were on. You can put a picture associated with it. There's so much more that you can wrap around that. But you're right. It starts with the, just the comfort and the legality of that. And that's where, you know, a lot of people don't understand the e-sign act in the u.s was actually signed back in the clinton administration um it just you know any new technology certainly takes time but you also have to make sure that like for example in real estate that the banks are going to are going to accept when you sign you know contract documents for real estate using DocuSign or electronic signature, are the bank's going to be okay with it. And that's why you have, you know, banks that are forward-looking and really at the forefront, like the Bank of America, they actually have a electronic signature guide for real estate agents. And interestingly enough, if you actually look at it, the screenshots and what they talk about are actually the DocuSign screenshots. But it's, it's important. You have to first and foremost believe that the, the courts are going to back it up, which, which they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you said that the E-Sign Act went back through back in 1996. So is it is it pretty much universally accepted then? I mean, is at, at this point in time, is this something where it has just as much weight as a, a standard signature? Yeah, absolutely. And, and and the key is is not just the actual signing, but the enforceability. Um, because a lot of the E-Sign Act just says, you know, an electronic signature will be accepted. But then you have folks like a Bank of America that said, yes, however, you are going to need proof that the consumer accepted, you know, that there was a disclosure that they had the opportunity to sign electronically and the right to sign not electronically if they desired. And so there's these other things that kind of sit on top of just the ability to sign electronically that banks will require, um, you know, from any technology that they're going to accept, you know, any signature from, for example. 
Well, and, and then it sounds like one of the big parts of this, you know, it, again, where the rubber kind of meets the road, so to speak, is DocuSign is providing that independent third-party neutral signature tool. So in, in a way that's getting around the potential for forgery because you know, you know, or, or not just forgery, but should I say nefarious conduct in getting a signature, <laughs> right? And that, that right. way the court will say, look, they're using DocuSign. It's a, it's a process. It's a workflow for getting a signature that we're familiar with. And so we'll back it up because they're using something that we're familiar with. Does that right. give it more weight? It does. And, you know, for us, we, we can do something as simple as I can send you something to sign. But I also could say, hey, Tim, when I send this over to you, you're going to have to enter a code. And, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to use 1234. And I, I'll give that to you via the phone so that when you get that, you're, only, you're the only person who's going to know that code. We also have the ability to validate information. So we could, we could you know, force you to answer questions. Like if you've ever gone to, like, log into something and says, here's four addresses. Which one of these have you lived at? Here's, you know, three jobs. Which one of these have you worked at? And where you have to validate, there's that extra authentication that's there. And that's why DocuSign as a tool has been so successful because it can be something as simple as you need to sign something on your iPhone for a parent-teacher release. But it could be something as complicated as in the highly regulated industry of financial services, for example, where you need second-factor authentication or you need additional ways to prove out that when, when I send something to Tim to sign, that it's Tim. And we know with great certainty that it was Tim that signed that document. Yeah, yeah. Well, Glenn, let's do this. Let's take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking about DocuSign, and we are going to get into some of the reasons that this is absolutely a must-have tool for agents. According to the National Association of Realtors, only 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need one too. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today, Tim and Julie Harris. Don't just take our word for it. Listen to what HGTV star and Atlanta top producer Colette McDonald has to say. Hi, my name is Colette McDonald, and I'm with Remax in Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to take a moment and give a shout out to Tim and Julie Harris. I've been a coaching client of theirs for the last four years. When I first started in this business 12 years ago, I was very successful, did a great amount of business, averaged between eight and 10 million a year. When I contracted with Tim and Julie to be my graduate level coaches, my production increased by 20% per year. I am now trending 30 million this year. That's amazing results over four years of working with Tim and Julie Harris. I highly recommend them. Tiger Woods has a coach. And why does he have a coach? Because he can't see his swing. If you do what they tell you to, you will see huge results. I am living proof. Only Tim and Julie Harris provide powerful one-on-one -on -one coaching along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. 
Take action now and visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. There's no risk, no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's market. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And we're back. I am Tim Ventura, filling in for Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Casual Friday on Real Estate Coaching Radio. This week, we are talking to Glenn Shimkus from DocuSign, who's already kind of given us a, an interesting overview of how this, this document signature, as well as kind of content management system, is transforming the industry. And so we're going to continue talking about that. And we're going to learn why this is really a must-have tool for agents. So I'm going to bring Glenn back on. And Glenn, I want to thank you again for being with us. Um, you know, we were talking uh, about, um, you know, the, the, the courts, I guess, being able to really back up these tools. One of the things I wondered was, do you think that, that biometrics are going to continue to increase with DocuSign? Are you guys going to get into fingerprint scanning? Like my, my iPhone has fingerprint stuff built into it, something like that? I think, you know, all of that continues to build up. Ultimately, when, when you apply a signature, it's, it's your proof point or authorization to do something. And so I think what we'll see is that, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, we continue to explore, like, how do we use new technologies? And, you know, our job, quite frankly, is to continue to innovate and stay ahead of what's out there. And so we, we look at the mobile devices. You know, we have been experimenting with things like Google Glass, and, um, you know, certainly biometrics is an important thing. And so I think what we'll see is that those will be additional proof points. Um, but fundamentally, you know, I think you're still going to see that, that the signature really is a mark needs to get applied. Yeah, yeah. In fact, during the break, I was thinking about uh... – Oh, that old bluesman standing at the crossroads, right? And I was, you know, there's, there's the the devil come up, but but maybe he's holding DocuSign instead of the instead of the contract. <laughs> so, so yeah, the more exactly. things change, the more they stay the same, I guess. But you still have to have that signature for some things. But well, I'll tell you, for for agents, I don't know. Do you know offhand how widely this is adopted? I. I've heard, if I remember right, something like over over 10%, maybe up to almost half of all agents are using DocuSign now. Some enormous number, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it really has been tremendous. I mean, we've been uh, a partner for the National Association of Realtors, and we're the official and exclusive e-signature provider to Realtors, and uh, just a great relationship that we have with them. And, you know, our goal is to continue to drive value and, and help Realtors not replace kind of key components, but to enhance that, you know, so that ultimately the Realtors can drive the transactions faster, make sure they're more secure, and help them ultimately deliver that exceptional experience to the buyer and seller, because that's really what it's about. It's a big time in the life of someone who's buying or selling a home. In fact, within the last 10 days, I actually sold a home and bought a home. And it, you know, this is my business is in this industry. My wife was the realtor on both transactions, but it's still, it's still a stressful time. And so to have tools and technologies that help kind of further that experience and further that goal um, is just so tremendous. And it's so exciting to see what's happening in the industry, the innovation, the adoption, and it's, it's such a fun industry to be a part of. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, have you guys noticed, and I'm just curious about this, but, you know, there's always the early adopters and then kind of that main body of people take a little longer. Have you guys kind of hit that early adopter market? Has has it slowed down yet as things have started to mature, or is it still kind of growing like wildfire? It is it is craziness. I mean, it, it's exciting. I mean, honestly, I've worked for some high-growth companies and some companies that have just done some amazing things, and I've never been a part of a, a company like DocuSign. I mean, we're just growing. There's so much applicability. I mean, if you really think about it, when you when you talk about signing, for example, you know, if you talk about an accounting system, you know, the uh, folks in finance or accounting within a company will be familiar with it and, and use it, but that's, you know, what, 10% of a, an organization's staff um, or Salesforce automation or CRM, you know, the Salesforce and maybe marketing people use it. But with DocuSign, everybody needs to sign. And it's not just everyone within the enterprise. It's small business. It's it's people on a personal level as well. So the growth has been tremendous, and, you know, we're really hit that stride. And so one of the books I always uh, enjoyed and, uh, and and read many years ago and had the pleasure to meet the author, Jeffrey Moore, is, is Crossing the Chasm. And it's really about, you know, it's terrific when you get early adopters, but really the key when you hit your stride is you cross that chasm and as you talk about go mainstream. And I think DocuSign's there. And in fact, I mean, for us, the most exciting thing is DocuSign's becoming the verb. Did you DocuSign it? Not just, you know, it's like FedEx and Kleenex. And, and it's been, it's, it's really fun to be a part of an organization that's doing some wonderful things like that. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We had a guest on yesterday who who had talked about – she was talking about going paperless, and she was saying from an agent marketing perspective, right, what they market to, you know, end-user customers – one of the big things in the past had been going paperless, and she thought that she thought that in terms of marketing verbiage, that might be passe by next year because it's becoming so ubiquitous that, you know, I mean, I, I think her words were, "Well, isn't everybody paperless?" You know, but but it, it's interesting to think about, you know, looking back ten years, right? What a challenge it yeah. was, and it's like, you know, and now now it's in a weird way we're almost there, and you guys are like right at the very heart of that, and that for me that's what makes DocuSign so exciting is that you're you're right there and, and you're so right. I mean, you know, it, it, one of my favorite stories, a, a good friend of ours, Kendall Young, she's in Southern Cal, and she, she tells a story all the time, and, and I love it. She was working with a, a, a widower, and I think she was in her early 90s, right? So, you know, she, you know she's been, been around for a while, and technology has just evolved, right? I mean, a lot of the stuff, so, you know, she may not be familiar with it. And Kendall is someone who is one of those folks who's just right at the forefront, loves technology, but technology to help her better service her clients. And so she said, okay, I'm going in, I'm meeting, you know, with this, this 90 something year old widower, I'm going to bring paper with, and that's very unlike Kendall. She's, she's very much a digital um, agent, but she brought paper with because she thought that was the, what the client was going to be looking for. And so she started having this, this lady sign a bunch of documents and, and, and it was so funny. She goes, all of a sudden she gets up, and she goes and grabs an iPad and she goes, gosh, I was really hoping we were going to be able to do something with this to sign all these things. And if you think about it, you know, you can never assume because for her, she said, every time she's signing or initialing or checking, that's work for her, you know, with her, with her hands. And, and, and it was a challenge. Whereas with the e-signature and taking advantage of the technology, it's, it's 
basically point and click. So it actually improved the experience for her. And, and it, at the end of the day, you just can't assume because there's going to be people in their 20s that may not want to do it. Now, of course, that's few and far between. But just because someone may be in their 70s or 80s or 90s doesn't mean that they're not going to expect the same technology. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's really exciting, too, because that means that the acceptance for this could be more universal, right? Because a lot of times, and again, this is maybe kind of coming up in this growing digital era, but yeah, I, I think I've made that assumption in the past, too. It's like, you know, especially with someone like my mom, as, as much as I love her, she's digitally impaired sometimes. And, and it's kind of like, okay, maybe we'll do this a little old school. But what you're saying is this acceptance could be really widespread, kind of like using Google, right? Even right. kind of technophobes still use Google if they're going to do a search. So maybe DocuSign could be kind of the, the signatory Google of the future, so to speak. Well, that's that's what we're shooting for. And at the end of the day, it comes back to what you talked about earlier. You know, mobile has been a big driver for us because, you know, who doesn't walk around with a smartphone or a tablet these days? Everybody has it. And the power of DocuSign is you can take advantage of that that powerful device to be able to sign things and do business and do it in a very secure manner. And it's been a, certainly a huge, huge um, um, bonus for us as we've you know continued to grow our global f- footprint. Well, let me ask you for for the few remaining agents out there who aren't using DocuSign, or or you know <laughs> maybe in a less joking way for agents who have probably been thinking about it but haven't been sure how to get started. How how should agents kind of get involved with DocuSign? Do they just go to the website and kind of sign up for an information request or something like that? Yeah, it, it, we've tried to make it really simple to get started. So for anyone in real estate, for example, you can go to DocuSign.com slash real estate. And right from there, we talk about our solutions. And again, we've got both not only the e-signature, but the transaction management piece. And you can literally sign up on our website for a free trial um, to start using the product. Or you can download the app. And I, you know, we've got iPhone, iPad, Android phone, Android tablet, Microsoft Surface, uh, the Kindle Fire. So, I mean, the app is everywhere, and you can start using it and trying it. And it's one of those things where I can't tell you how many times we've talked to someone and they've said, once I started doing it one or two or three times, I look back and go, I cannot believe how I wasn't using this sooner. Oh, yeah. Well, well, now, let me ask you about pricing. I'm not sure if you're comfortable talking about that on air, but in terms of pricing, what what, what kind of ballpark would maybe an individual agent and then maybe a broker look at? You know, I mean, if they were doing budgeting, what would they expect to be to be laying out for their DocuSign tools? Literally, it's, it's, it's about $20 a month. Um, we do have a plan that's as low as $10, um, but it's limited in terms of how many signatures. But the reality, maybe that's how you get started. And, and I always encourage people. I mean, it's got to be something that, A, you feel comfortable with, and, B, you know how to use. And so I encourage people, start with the free trial. Sign a couple of documents. Send things out to your clients and try it. I mean, and I'll tell you, I mean, you know, to be a part of the uh, – to work with the National Association of Realtors, it's not as simple as they just said, okay, we're going to go pick someone to be signature. They've got – you know, they put us through legal due diligence, they put us through technical due diligence, and they've done their homework. And, you know, one of the things I tell people all the time, especially in real estate, is, you know, if you look at our customer list, it's, you know, the likes of Starbucks, American Express, T-Mobile, all these just massive, massive companies. And I say, think about this for a second, twofold. One is 
think about all those companies. They're all big, big companies. They have legal departments. They have uh, you know, finance departments. They have technology departments. And they've put us through the ringers, and rightly so, to make sure it's the right technology for them. And so they've, they've you know, really done that homework to make sure we're the right company. And, and hopefully that makes the, the agents feel a little bit more comfortable that all of these big companies across the globe – have really researched, and they've all chosen DocuSign. But secondly, think about how comfortable your client is. When you go sit down with someone that's looking to list their property or buy a property, and you say, okay, we're going to sign using DocuSign, and they're like, oh, I use this at work. Fantastic. And so it really lends credibility and uh, comfort to that process. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think you guys get another benefit, too. I mean, in terms of, and I don't know if people have necessarily thought of this, but in terms of the environmental impact, right, because you guys are saving trees. You guys are saving entire forests, really, when it, when it comes to, to preventing people from printing stuff out just for that darn signature. Is that something that you guys track? Is that something that you think about often in, in terms of, you know, what you guys are really doing by – by letting people do this all digitally instead of having to cut down, you know, and just take forests entirely out, you know, just for that signature? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is certainly one of the important things that we've, we've thought about all along is that environmental impact. And it's not just, if you think about it, it's not just the, the paper savings, but think about how many times you don't have to get in your car and use gasoline and pollute the environment. And, you know, I know we're talking big picture here, but, I mean, think of how many signatures, how many trips we've saved for just real estate for getting a signature. I mean, it really starts adding up to having a meaningful impact. And one of my favorite stories, actually a guest of yours um, from earlier this year, Madison Hildebrand, who is a, uh, an ambassador for DocuSign, he, he was telling the story, and I, and I loved it. He was actually, I, I don't remember if it was like Costa Rica or somewhere in Central America, and, and um, he had a client he was working with, and he was trying to help that particular client, and he didn't have access, or the client didn't have access to any technology. And he's like, oh, I can just send it down there, and they're going to docu-sign it. And, and so I thought it was kind of neat and ironic and many different things rolled in that he has a person signing in a rainforest using DocuSign electric, uh, electronic signature, which in turn protects that environment for them to, you know, to be there and enjoy it 10 or 50 years from now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, and when you think about it, again, that, that's, that's one of the things that makes it so exciting is that, you know, of, of all this stuff that goes into going paperless, you know, I, and I think a lot of people kind of miss that, but I, I've been in two or three offices that have, quote, unquote, gone paperless, and the sticking point is always that signature. That's the piece, you know. Yeah. Now, I, I guess another sticking point, too, is the document management side of this. And it sounds like that really was something you guys were doing with Cartavi. So, so you know, that maybe not as critical as the signature, but then there's that, that the storage and management of those files. So it sounds like that's something that DocuSign is really kind of pushing forward with as well, right? Well, it becomes that holistic solution or the hub for the transaction for us. And when you think about what needs to get done to drive that transaction forward, it's getting people together, it's storing, it's sharing documents, it's signing. Because the reality is, right, documents drive a real estate transaction, appraisals, surveys, disclosures, and, and certain people need them at certain points in time during the transaction, and how nice is it that you actually know if they've looked at it, you've got a record of it, and you can even get instant notifications um, when someone has done something. So you know that kind of they have that comfort things are moving forward. And so 
you know, the signature in one piece in isolation is great, but, but still isn't, you know, that one plus one equals three. The ability to store a document or share it isn't that in and of itself kind of the most important. But when you put all of it together and do it in a simple way, some, uh, in a way that is highly mobile, in a way that's secure and protected, that's where you really, the, you know, the magic happens. And what we've tried to do is, is do so in a manner that makes it simple for people to use, is, is mobile, and it's secure so that people feel comfortable with it. And, you know, and that's the key is what we want to do is make sure that people, the, our realtors and real estate professionals, have a single place to go and a hub to start having all these important pieces and components of the transaction together in one place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that, that brings us back to the, the time savings piece, right? Because, you know, we talked about the, I mean, you're saving trees, you're saving gas, ultimately you're saving time and money, you know, for, the, for agents. Now, have, have you guys looked at, I, I don't know if there's any way to calculate it, but have you ever looked at how much this probably saves the average agent per year? Yeah, we, we, we certainly have, and, you know, and, and we have estimates. Like we just talked to, um, to a broker that we're, that we're working with, and, and the broker figured that it would, you know, to save the average agent a couple of hours a week and their average transaction coordinator an hour and a half a day in just being able to track down documents. And, you know, and so, you know, that's an impact. But, you know, it's also the little things that are really important to us is, you know, imagine you have a client that you're working with, right? Real estate markets heat, heating up. And so, you know, I'm hearing all over the, all over the country where you're, you're dealing with multiple offers and in some cases dozens of offers in California um, that I've been hearing stories of lately. But time is of the essence again. And the ability, you know, imagine you're out, right? And, and the reality is realtors don't have hours, right? It's not like a banker goes in at 8 o'clock in the morning, comes, you know, leaves at 5, five o'clock. A realtor, as I learned firsthand with a wife who is a realtor to this day, is, is a realtor is always on. And if someone calls and, 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 you know, it's 7 o'clock on a Tuesday night and calls my wife and they need something related to one of the transactions, you know, it's one thing to say, okay, noted, I got it. When I get back to my house in three hours or two hours, I'll fax it or email it to you. Or while you've got that person on the phone, say, okay, how would you like it? I can share it with you in the transaction room. I can email it to you. I can fax it to you. How do you prefer? And I'll take care of it right now. That's when you're really up in the game in the industry and really helping deliver that, that exceptional experience that we're striving for. Yeah, but, you know, that almost reminds me of, uh, again, this is going back to the 90s, early 2000s, but remember just-in-time management, you know, just-in-time this, that, and the other thing, and it was production lines and IT stuff. Everything was JIT, and, and it, right. it almost sounds like it's kind of like JIT documents, I guess, in this case. Well, I mean, think of the reaction if you're the client, right, and you're trying to buy a property and you need to see disclosures or, hey, a simple thing, can I have a, a pet in this in this particular, you know, townhome or condo, or can I put a fence up? for my dog and I want, you know, time is of the essence, you know, we're in a now society, right? I mean, people's expectation is, you know, if I'm calling you right now, Tim, as my agent, I'm thinking about it now. How nice is it for you to turn around and deliver right now and just exceed my expectations? But, you know, it's a matter of that's where the expectations are these days. And what we want to do is enable you to, to deliver on that promise back to your client. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Glenn, on that note, we're almost out of time for today. So I want to thank you again for joining us. And you had said that if agents want to get started, and I believe that the link was DocuSign.com slash real estate. Was that the, was that That's the URL? That's correct. And, and you can find us on Facebook uh, under DocuSign, uh, under Twitter as well, at DocuSign. Um, so if you, you know, if you Google us, you'll find us. If you look for us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, or even on the web, um, we're there and, you know, we're really interested in continuing to collaborate and work together in real estate and, uh, and, and do our part to continue to move the industry forward. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, I, I can't thank you enough for what you guys have done for, for my business. And, you know, and I, I would say probably on behalf of all the agents out there who have used DocuSign, I, I bet that if they stopped to think about it, they'd be incredibly thankful for what you guys are doing. But, you know, for, for agents, again, who want to get involved, who want to learn more, I would say DocuSign.com slash real estate would probably be the, the, the URL that's more specific to their needs. And then do you have any closing thoughts for our audience before we take off? No, I would just say, just as you said, thank you for what we do, you know, our return is thank you for trusting us. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your business and to help you help deliver on what is one of the greatest dreams in America, and that's to own, own a home. And so for us, that's really important. It's something we think about every day, and, and we're honored to be a part of your business as well. Well, on that note, I want to say thank you again to Glenn for joining us, and I want to thank each and every one of you in our audience. This has been Casual Friday. I'm Tim Ventura, and that is it for this week. Tim and Julie Harris will be talking to you again on Monday. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.